0: Welcome to Real Money Talks, real strategies from the moneymakers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel here's the
1: Here's the lifestyle we teach you. Ready? Go to the next slide. And I'm going to do this pretty quick. And here's what I want you to do. This is a new activity. Go ahead and put up the employee life because this is what we're taught. We're taught that if you make $80,000, you're in the top 25% of the income earners. Now, Molly, who's also I've been naming her on the team, found out that if you make 100,000, like right, you almost have to write this down because it's just visually so disgusting. So if you make 80,000, you're in the top 25%. So right underneath that, write down 100,000, you're in the top 3%. So, notice between 80,000 and 100,000, 22% get dropped off. I I thought that was a fascinating statistic. So, then you have to say, well, who in the hell are the 1%? I mean, Bob used to teach, right? Now, I was a big part of it, the the 3% club. Um, But we're talking about seven figure earners. The fact that a 3% top earner in the country, uh, and this is really probably a world phenomenon, is 100 grand. That's horrible. When I can help you make 100 grand in 365 days, like, what are you doing? Like you don't delay. You say, "Oh God, like help me now and fix this." Income is your biggest problem. Even if you're already a millionaire, you still have to have income. You still got to have that cash flow coming and cranking. You still got to do that, right? I can make you a millionaire in real estate, but that doesn't mean your real estate is going to cash flow every minute. If you have, like Justin and I and Damon, we have a, a company in Kansas, and we have this lovely tenant who was smoking one night, fell a bit, fell asleep in bed, and burned half of our eight of our six or eight of our uh, sixteen units complex. Thanks. And now because of the pandemic our insurance went from 16,000 to over 60,000 a year. Thanks, tenant. Do you think we get to sue him for that? No. He doesn't have the money anyway. So I can tell you we have lived through it all. If you want like a, on the ground somebody who's done all this stuff. But I think that's a shocking statistic. It's actually a disappointing statistic that people are either not motivated or that uneducated to get there. It's just shocking to me. And then the problem is if you you only are an employee, that's your only way to live. And you get your second job and third job. Now you have this tax problem. Then, you know, you're, you're sold to 401k. Interesting vehicle. It's actually overseen by the very company who gives you your paycheck. So why would you put like all of your money in that one little bucket? Very odd concept. Not that you shouldn't do it. You just need to be very strategic about where you put it. Like I had one at Chevron. I mean, it was amazing. Um, but I moved it the minute I was out of there and I self-directed it and I moved it into real estate. Um, they usually pitch you some term insurance, which is death insurance, uh, and then you. you this is the, the funniest part of that employee psychology. If you behave really, really good, you can have a lunch and two breaks and go on a vacation. Like who the hell thought of that stupid plan? Take a take a business trip whenever you want, wherever you want to go. Make it a business trip. Um, debt and credit cards. Okay. Um, my little daughter's going off to play and go to dance. Uh, Debit and credit cards, you're taught they're bad. We're going to tell you that you need them desperately and they're amazing. Use right. They're completely bad if you use them wrong. So let's just not put the word bad on it. Let's put proper use on it. Retirement, we already told you about, we're never going to retire you. And there's also the problem that I hate about the word retirement is it, it gives an age association that you're going to be old when it's done. Like What I think we have people in their 19, 20, 21, 22 years old that are that are millionaire crypto like crypto millionaires, but they didn't do it right. hence some of the tax guys we were telling you about now they have a huge tax issue. So when you're in crypto and you and you crush it and then but you have to report because the IRS is requiring, you know, how you do it, depending on how you did it. Uh, Where are you getting the cash to pay that tax bill? The IRS doesn't take cryptocurrency. So we know how to finagle, move strategically, legally, fix all that. And then here's the funniest thing. I can ask one question. If all I did, we should actually do this. I wanna make a note. Actually, uh, Molly and uh, tell Benz to make a note. Let's do a social post on who files taxes still on April 15th. Then I know you have not listened to me and you're not behaving. We don't file taxes then. We file in September. Our companies file in September. And then we personally file in October after our companies because you know we get the leftovers. All right. So this is how we're taught. This is why it's ingrained all over the world. I've been in six continents. The only place I have not been is Antarctica. And I teach the same darn thing. And it's the same problem all over the world. The numbers vary. The names of the things vary. It's the same problem. It's the same pattern. So let's look at the pattern. All right. So then let's go over here. Corporate life. This is the lifestyle we're going to teach you, right? We're going to teach you how to live, own nothing. Your companies make money. Here's the easy way I teach us. Companies make money. Individuals get taxed. So, if you're operating in the world as an individual, right, then you're living on that employee life side. If you're operating inside an S Corp, C Corp LLC, limited partnership and trust, and these are all US terms. Again, everywhere in the world, they have the same thing. They're just not called these things. They're called the limited proprietary, proprietary limited, a corporation. I, I know because I've had them all over. I've, I've, I've had corporations because that's how I operated. I didn't just take my money overseas, I took our life overseas, <laughs> and I set up companies. I had a beautiful office in Sydney, Australia for years, uh, right on Circular Quay, in Johannesburg, and England, I mean, Dubai, uh, all over. So I know how to do this all over the world. So if you're other, all around the world, we know how to strategically do it. We, I just have to, to have my disclaimer, we don't have teams everywhere, meaning the people you're about to meet that are licensed in those countries, and they're not all the same. Anyway, And some of your governments are just such disasters. I mean, it's just, they make it very difficult to do this. So for example, 81,000 pages of tax code. So your company makes money. Now you get to do all these deductions. In Canada, here's the big difference. There's only 3,400 pages. Notice the difference, 81,000 to 3,400. That's, I mean, that's why the US has always been the hub of entrepreneurial capitalism and, you know, people get to play and make money. It's an amazing country. Let's leave it alone please. And if you don't believe that, then stay broke. I mean, good luck. There's not this. This isn't Laurel's way. This is this just been going on since the 1500s in Spain. I mean, the Europe created this, right? I mean, way even like, I mean, in Rome and in England, and in the UK and Britain, this is going this this life has been going on. Those little ships that came across the ocean, uh, they came across in corporations. And uh, there was just an employee named Christopher Columbus. Like, you guys got to start studying. Like, it, it's fascinating when you understand it. Now, do you need to know all that shit? No, I already know it for you. I'm just going to fast forward. Let's go to today. What can you do today, given this is the rules? Solo 401k is your version of a 401k, but guess what? Since you're the company, it's yours, you control it. A Roth IRA is tax free, tax deferred. In Canada, they're called tax free savings accounts, same principle. You're not gonna do death insurance. We're gonna teach you life insurance. It's a massive asset class, especially in an inflationary period like today and high interest rates. That has become more and more important. You're gonna see Jason and I coming loud, loud, loud at you to get the right kind of insurance. And then without a trust anywhere in the world, your state, your country will take it in probate. You say, oh, that can't happen. I don't even care if you're a hundred thousandaire, you need a trust unless you wanna be a partner with your state especially if you're in California, New York, New Jersey, there's a lot of states, they take 50% in a state tax when you die. You say, but I'm not worth a lot. <laughs> you're not gonna be worth anything. I mean, this isn't even negotiable. These aren't like, again, Laurel's tips. I just studied and said, how do you teach us in a very CFA, right? Common freaking sense way. This is common sense. The company makes money, you do deductions, you put your money into qualified plans. And there's also a safety net. All of our student athletes, I make them get a Roth. I can't make them do anything. I highly tell them, go get a Roth, go get a Roth, go to Roth. I call their parents, make them get a Roth. Why? Because that money they can't touch till they're 60. So it's almost a little protection device. You can only put 6,000 a year away, but you know what? 6,000 between the age of 20 and 50, get you a long way when you're 60 and finally have some money left over You didn't blow it all. So it's a, it's a safety mechanism for the athletes. That's why I put that in. Debt and credit cards used, right? that's other people's money you know you can use credit cards at 0% interest your entire life as long as you use them right so why would you pay a hard money lender 15 18% especially now with interest rates going up I can charge at 18% again why would you pay that even though you'd want Laurel to be your hard money lender when you can just get a credit card for 0% it's free it's free oh my gosh Used right, they will like change your life, especially you real estate investors like Tyler. There's cash in art. There's some of you that are like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, um, I totally gonna fix the way you're doing your money around real estate, and then you're never gonna d- die with retirement. You're gonna have freedom days, and then you're gonna have multiple tax year ends in America. It's September and October. Canada, what's different is it's much more flexible. It's usually December uh, or it's January. It's June, but you can kind of pick them. It's a little bit different uh, different countries. And if you are from a different country and you got in here, God bless you, because it took you a while. Um, it's not that we've been blocking the rest of the world, but we want to serve you at the highest level, and we know how we serve. And we are very stacked up for U.S. and Canada post-pandemic. Will we go back out and get the, those teams enacted again? We'll see. We'll see how the world comes around. So here's what I don't want you to do. This is a new little activity. We, who are you? If you had to say, these are patterns, by the way. Right. These are patterns of way wealthy people live. So if you look on the, the, the right side of life, corporate life, this is the pattern that I live. We're teaching Kamal completely. His beautiful daughter's 20. Uh, we're going to get her to be a model. I just have not had a minute to really work with her uh, and get her like the right connections. But I got two more from Glenn Moore Shower. Um, Right. I mean, your kids get to come free. Like, uh, give me your kids because uh, and, and they should just come along. That's actually what Kyle and I wrote the book. I mean, have your kids coming along on this journey. If you're not a millionaire, then do it with your kids. Do it as a family, knowing you're going to live this life with your kids. Um, and if you're an employee, that's fine. I'm an employee of one of my corporations, but I only make forty eight thousand dollars and I'm a single mom of two kids. Now, I'll lose Logan in the next year and do his own tax return in his own life. So then I am gonna have to drop my salary because I don't need to make that money. Mine going to be like $36,000 in a single mom of one kid. That's my tax structure. You guys getting it? How many of you would like say yes if you like get it? Like, are you understanding how, like, and, and like, aren't you excited? Like you it guys got to go.
0: This you is a go. big
1: piece. This is a big piece of it because that's the way. That is the way. This, this is, is the corporate life. This, you know, to actually think that, both my daughters now have credit cards they are responsible they're using it in under four months that's what, how we do it you can do it too and that's you just gotta jump on and enjoy the ride because there is there is a better way well and my daughter um has had a credit card since she was 12 now it's mine and she has got a very small limit but guess what that extra little 100 200 300 paid off every month guess whose credit that's affecting mine right? Those little bits of usage, is you, there's utilize, there's a whole formula to proper credit card use. So I love that she's a very responsible user of my credit card, but guess what? She has to like, look at what the bill is, keep her receipt. She's got a big pile of receipts in her room. And then guess what? When she's 18, we're going to open up those credit card applications together and type them in properly. And she'll immediately have three to four credit cards at 18 years old. And she'll know how to use them, pay them and keep it clean versus, you know, a lot of parents just you know a lot of parents don't even talk about it, and then kids getting credit card debt at 18, and they're still suffering in their 20s. I like is uh, we're working with some of these student athletes. I mean, their credit scores are already 480, 500 because they didn't even do their applications right, and they're 20, 21, 22. It's going to take a couple years to fix it. It's so bad. Some of them, what they did to them. So what people do themselves because they don't know. It's unbelievable. Um, so we're going to go fix all that. So if you want to get on this mission, we're going to need an army. Once we do student athletes, because you can imagine how many student athletes are in the country. Um, and what we're going to fix is the problem of sending them into the pros. And this isn't just football, even though that's my jam. Cause that's where my son is, but, um, <laughs> it's pro golfers, it's tennis players. It's, uh, it's it's, 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 the music industry. Let's go over there. It's the boxers. It's everybody's ever like anybody who gets a big paycheck with no knowledge blows it. It's like a lottery ticket. Right. There's a reason why the, the statistic's almost the same. The statistic is when you have a lottery, only 2% ever keep it because they don't know what to do. It's a big paycheck and they blow it. They, right, they have they live they live their money like an employee life. And then same thing with, with athletes, with pro athletes around the world, only 3% keep it. Interesting statistics. So a big paycheck isn't gonna change you. Knowledge will change you. Knowledge will change you. So imperative. Um, all right, so... What I want you to do for you, and this is actually, I'm going to add this on. So uh, Molly, Andrew, make sure that the strategists know that I'm going to include this. So they're not surprised by it. What's your pattern? So if you had to write a little column and Scott, if you're out there, come live and come join us. Uh, this is a new activity. And I want to start teaching it this way and coaching to come is, can you imagine putting like your name over there? So put Kamal over there <laughs> and then you start writing. So like, if you like, I'll give you my, I'll give you my pattern. I have a lot of companies. I mean, dozens and dozens and dozens because I have a lot of partners and I will not do business as an individual. When Kamal and I finally make our deal, his company, my company will do the deal and into another company. There'll be three companies making one deal. His company, my company, and the company that we're doing the deal in. That's always how it should go. Um, it shouldn't be you as an individual. It's just, that's all wrong. It's all liability. You got all sorts of problems with that. So I am all these companies and I'm an employee. I'm not taxed very much because I also invest properly. I invest in gas and oil, real estate. I had aircraft for years There's my airplane up there, um, a model of what I had. I'm going to get another one. I can't live without them. Now I'm addicted. Um, anyway, that's a hundred percent deduction for five years. So with all these deductions and sometimes you make a mistake and whoops, you know, you're got to have to carry for some losses. So with my tax structure that I got, I live both, but I live like 81,000 pages of code. If you want to know how to deduct something, I will tell you legally and I'll tell you the code. So will Scott. And I have a solo one. I have a Roth. My kids all have Roth. I have life insurance in multiple forms. And my son's getting insurance at this moment and a trust at this moment, 22 years old. Uh, I've only been on a business trip. Here's a funny little story. When Logan was like five and going to kindergarten, we went to Hawaii on a real estate, but I was, I was really a real estate speaker. So those of you in real estate, Uh, have no fear between 99 because it was real estate gas and oil millionaire until I wrote those books in 2005. All I did was real estate. I didn't do this thing. I didn't teach. I coached uh, because people kept paying me to help them, but I didn't do any presentations. I just said, if you want to work with me, then fly to where I am and we'll hang out for the day. And that's what I did. I did not know how to do it. This coaching thing all got formalized later when I got older. I just said, give me 5,000 bucks and come spend the day with me. And then people follow me around. We do real estate together. <laughs> the reason I say that, so we went, uh, Logan came back, uh, came home the, the day we got back from this business trip and he put his little hands on his hips. He looks, he said, "Money." I was teased all day. I had a bad day. And I said, what What are you teased about? He said, well, people asked me how my vacation was. He said, I didn't even know what that word is. He said, what's a vacation, mom? I was teased all day about it. Oh, you really don't want to know what I said. I said, it's what broke people do. That's what I want, that I'll be honest. I'm on record so (laughs) there. I said, uh, it's what I said, they just don't know. I said, so many people don't know about money. I said, he said, well, will you ever go on a vacation? I said, you're never going on a vacation your whole life. You'll never, he said, well, that's not fair. He said, sounds like something cool. I said, no, you add business to everywhere you go in the world. So I always add, I'm in a wine business. If you want to sell wine with me, I sell wine. So it's a direct sales company, I sell wine. I mean, send out cards with Jordan Adler. He's my partner. I mean, he's the top of the heap. So I can do gifts all over the world. I can look at real estate all around the world. I can look at mineral rights. I can, I can look at CBD. I can look at anything. And guess what? I will associate to a company and make it a business trip. There's laws. You can't just casually do it. <clears throat> but yeah, my son- disappointedly at five years old learned he would never have a vacation and it's not something he wants but it took him to like getting an accounting degree to say I get it like I'll never live that way I'm like got it you know so he's being pitched all these big six-figure jobs right coming out of college I'm like he's like mom he said I can't live like that and I said I know so you know you'll I can't wait till you love this and it's a lifestyle that you and your family and guess what this is what's going to keep generations and generations and generations Like his kids and Tristan's kids, like their kids will know. And then their kids' kids, that's generational wealth. That's the Rockefellers. So no single mom has ever done it. So if you haven't noticed, I'm very mission challenge driven. So uh, I like just achieving things that it's not to say I did it for you. It's to say, oh, look, I can do it. Uh, But I think I'm a model for a lot of you who keep giving up on yourself. Just stop giving up on yourself you just got to stand in there and I've had great mentors. I've paid fortunes for my mentors and I've also fired my mentors. I got some screws up too, you know, I didn't do it all right. The next slide, I think kind of sums the whole darn thing up. The system was never broke. It was built. So play in it and preserve it. I got to say that now, play in it and preserve it. Because if this goes away, this whole way of life, is going to get really diminished. And if you don't think all the politicians that are uh, living a hypocrisy right now, they live in this at the highest form. So why they want to take it away from them and us is very odd. Um, there's a whole different agenda, um, if you haven't figured all that out yet. Uh, this is how this the great every country runs like this, not just America. Here's where I did a little bit different. Go to the next slide, Steve. Um, so sequencing is how I helped understand it in 2005, six, seven, we still use this in our, our, our advanced coaching. Once you really start living corporate life, and let me know, just uh, see, uh, bring on Scott once he gets out here, cause I can't I'm see. here. Him. Oh, perfect. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> well, hello. So before I go into sequencing, uh, were you here when I was talking employee and corporate life and that new yeah. pattern? like? I think you all should write out a pattern. That should be how we actually intake them into our so Scott and I own a trust company together, we do corporations together, we do your compliance. This man has wrote I don't know how many thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands
2: <laughs> 5 6,000 documents just for you alone.
1: <laughs> for operating agreements, compliance, management agreements, there's 200 and what 36 resolutions, so every company he yep. has to write all of those. Uh, We'll teach you a more efficient way than having to pay him for every page, but first you got to get going. So some of you, you might've got a legal Zoom or a, you know, I call it the 99 cent store, or you just go to your secretary of state and you got an entity, but you didn't get all the docs. So Scott did this interesting uh, experiment a few, well, maybe last April, because I wanted to know the cost difference between a high value, high touch versus the difference. So tell them if they went to one of those places or that the big A firm, the law firm, you know, that I won't tell that that we get get a lot of their victims. Um, So I shared about that earlier, how they victimize those poor people. So just share what's really necessary in corporate compliance. I'm gonna have you kind of go there because that's what I didn't talk about.
2: Perfect, okay. Yeah, so going back to the dot-coms or as you referenced, the big A company, um, you know, the big A company is gonna run, I mean, you're looking at 10 plus thousand dollars. If you go to one of the dot-coms, you're paying roughly around $1,750. So they advertise it as we'll set you up for $99 plus legal fees or what have you, um, but they're not giving you everything you need. So uh, by the time you've paid for your tax ID number, your entity classification election, you know, uh, a corporate book, the operating agreement, everything of that nature, you're upward of about $1,700. Now, again, if you and you're not giving any advice, that's the thing is what kind of entity is the right entity for you? A lot of people say LLC, but, you know, have no understanding of what an LLC is or, you know, corporation. So having that proper entity structure in place is absolutely critical, uh, whether, again, it's S-Corp, C-Corp or LLC and having a gu- the guidance, you know, as to, OK, now that I've set this up. What do I do next? You know, what's the next step in the sequence? So as Laura was talking about, in a, 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 whether it's in an LLC or a corporation, within an LLC, you have to have a properly written operating agreement, especially if you're going in with partners. See, partnerships start out great, but don't always end up great, right? So, you know, you've got to design the divorce while you're in love. That way, if in the event of a parting of ways of these, you know, of the partners or Uh, whether there's an internal or external dispute, how is everything to be handled? And that is one of the most critical documents. Like I said, an operating agreement in a corporation, the the bylaws, the governing documents. So having, uh, having that in place in addition to minutes and resolutions. Now, a lot of people go run out there and they form an LLC because they were told there are not the same compliance requirements that you have with a corporation. However, if you've ever heard that, you've been misinformed. What the statement is, is the state does not require that you keep track of minutes and resolutions. That's absolutely correct. They're not requiring you to submit them on an annual basis. However, when it comes to something like an audit, a contract dispute, mediation, arbitration, or worse, a litigation situation, the very first set of documents that a revenue agent, a litigator, a prosecutor, whomever that, that person is, they're gonna look into your corporate documents, especially if you're holding yourself out as an entity. Now, the reason that they're looking into those corporate documents is to determine whether you actually have that shield, that, that veil, if you will. And if they're in fact supposed to treat your company as a separate company, but their intent is to prove what's called the alter ego theory, meaning if you don't have the proper documentation in place, you're not treating the company as a separate company, so why should they? If that is the case, they'll set the company aside, and now any and all liability falls through you know, to the owner. So having a properly structured, and that's, that's the biggest thing, is really having that team and that guidance to say... This is really what needs to go in place. So you know you have a solid foundation or launch pad to build your infrastructure.
1: Absolutely. So I really want to challenge you, Scott. Scott's going to stay on. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to do a few more slides and teach a few more concepts. And then we're going to just really walk through corporate life and put that slide back up. And then some of you who were promised some little hot seat makeovers. Uh, the game begins now, but you needed all the content before to get here. So when you think about the pattern that I just did right, of living corporate life, and then you put it into a sequence. So sequence means doing the right thing at the right time. Because what I noticed, it wasn't about just doing the things. Because even though I gave you a list, depending on what you did to yourself, how old you are, how your credit is, like there's just a lot of factors. Scott, you have no idea the amount of questions we're going to need to know from you. So this isn't the, uh, I can't tell you anything. No, we need to know everything. We need to know if you have a prenuptial. You know, someday I'm going to write a book about, I'm going to say it out loud for the first time since I'm just being funny and sarcastic and uh, I'm saying all sorts of things today, Scott. Um, If you didn't get a prenuptial, you might have to get married to get divorced. So I did because I needed a prenuptial because the way that the state was uh, running what I did to myself when a long time ago, it's interesting. So if you didn't do that, if you have a sick parent or kid, if you, whatever you, did to yourself. Like, we have to know so we can sequence you right. So just because we did that employee and corporate life list and that pattern, that doesn't mean you do all the same thing at the same time. So these six things in dark blue, you all have to do. And that is your leader responsibility of your organization, right? <clears throat> so um, the gap analysis is your baseline and your freedom day. Like, what do you want? And you got to keep, this is it every, this, you should be looking at this every quarter, every six months, minimum year. You got to know where you are. So really, who's going to do this? Your bookkeeper and CPA. They're going to manage. They're going to help you oversee this. You are in charge of leading. You're in charge of the teamwork as we help put the team together. Scott and I would probably be your top navigators of the team. And then your conditioning is your thinking about money and where you sabotage yourself. Because I've seen the most successful people, all of us, sabotage themselves. And it's fascinating to watch because they can't see it. It's that you know, having a team around you to watch your blind spots. The six in the middle is when we get really creative with you. So you're, you have to live all of that corporate life, but here's the six blocks in how we start sequencing. And this is the millionaire maker book. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is hundred percent read. There's a whole books about this, the millionaire maker. And I give you six families and six patterns. So the millionaire maker book is pivotal to your understanding and living this life. Um, and it's not out of date. It's a classic. I'm going to put it right out there with Think and Grow Rich. It does not need to be rewritten. It's a classic. It's the same. Being a millionaire is being a millionaire is being a millionaire. So you're going to have assets, a lot of you. Now, I could name some of you, um, but I won't name you out loud. You have lazy assets. You're sitting on 300000 Some of you know I'm naming you specifically because I've seen your profiles. We look at them last night. Like, we talk about you. The more I know, the more we can help you. I mean, seriously, if you have a sick parent, the number one reason why wealth taken down is unplanned health, and it could be at any age. Unplanned health and then not insured not properly and incorporated and trust not properly can take down we are wealth, number one. Number two, believe it or not, is an unplanned estate. Right, You're receiving a bunch of money, you're not ready for it, or you're about to hand it to a bunch of spoiled brats, which is why Kyle and I wrote this. You are not handing, make your kids millionaires, you're handing them tools, and your trust will actually not allow them to have the money if they don't behave. So you beha- make them behave inside the trust <laughs> and that's how, that's their rules of life and character and engagement. Lazy assets. Um, so that you just, a lot of you, like uh, Scott, you should see these profiles of these folks coming in. There's some person, there's one person who has 700,000. There's a person who has 300,000, there's 1.2 million. Um, the guy that we save with, uh, I can't say his name on uh, recording, but you know, the, the, the one problem that came in cause it was all crypto based. Looks mm-hmm. like Weldon's going to save seven hundred fifty thousand on that, but the reason nice. is because he did. He, but he did have corporations. See, and that's what. <sighs> if you're a sole proprietor out there, you are totally suffering. You got all sorts of issues because you can't take an eighty-one thousand, you know, page tax code against a sole proprietorship. You got to take a little Schedule C, which
2: you know? is fifteen to thirty different deductions. That's uh, that very minimal. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you're, if you if you had a CPA tell you you should say a sole proprietor, they should be sued. Oh, but you can't. See, that's the problem. Scott and I are going to write this book called The License to Steal," Because oh. a lot of people with licenses have such limited knowledge because they can only really teach that thing. And they harm you. Like, you got to know all of this. Somebody of the team we've assembled knows it all. So you're, you're you got to get off your lazy assets. Then you have to look at your entities, which is where Scott comes into play. Then you all have to make more money, which is your cash machine. We don't put you on a budget because that's like limited. So we call it forecasting. So some of you, the way you spend is your problem. And now we're not going to reduce it like Susie Orman. Like we're not doing any of that to you, but we are going to spend to proper corporate deductions. See a lot of you, because your business isn't making enough money, why Scott and I see this mistake all the time, because your company's not making enough money. You keep paying bills like this, right? The computer, your Wi-Fi, you, you, you keep paying bills out of your personal account versus move it to the corporate account. We're gonna show you how to move and fund your corporate account so you can do the legal deductions right and get out of your commingling that's got mentioned. Wealth account's not a savings account. It's an account designed that as you make money, you put it away so you can invest in assets. So the pattern we want is cash machine wealth account assets with the foundation of your entity and your spending all handled and your debt handled. So if I had to rewrite it now, having worked with so many tens of thousands of people, I would probably, you know, that's a little bit different. There's three foundations in this, right? It's the entity number one with your trust, how you spend it, and how you use debt. And then the growth is make money in your wealth account to assets. I can tell you the thing that right there, that game, the Millionaire Maker game is the subset of the, it's the uh, book in action. Put that at your kitchen table, buy it. Um, So Steve, if you want to put up the game link. Go buy it. You can take it. I know we have a 10% coupon off. Give the whole room a 10% coupon. Put that game around your table. If you're serious, you have to learn this. You can't just come to Scott and I. We're going to be your, we're not elite, We're not your leaders. Uh, I shouldn't say we're not your leaders. We're not your bosses. That's a better word. Yes. We're, 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 mm-hmm. You're not our employee. We're not going to tell you what to do. You have to learn this side by side. You got to have these tools. All right, so you got to learn this stuff. And so your pattern is determined based on I should say it the other way. Your sequence is determined how what you've done to yourself based on what we have to do to you. That makes sense? Interesting way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, some of you don't get overwhelmed. Don't freak out. And say, it's too complicated. We got this. We know how to do it. You just have to go along and play along. So this is Laurel and you've been listening to my podcast. If you've enjoyed this, I have a couple of things you can do that are completely up to you. Number one, Take my quiz, go to integratedwellsystems.com and take the quiz. You will find that there's one of four personalities, financial personalities we call them that you're going to fall into. So as you take the quiz, it'll actually go through and identify are you you know uh, in stagnant cash flow? right? Are you overpaying taxes? Do you have debt issues? you know are you a lifestyle junkie? Where are you? And then from there it goes to a video that actually gives you some solutions on how to correct that problem. So again, go to IntegratedWealthSystems.com, take my quiz, and we'll go from there.
0: Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.